Today is Wednesday, September 18th. We're talking about the first impeachment hearing, the too-close-to-call election in Israel, and a storm slamming Texas. Plus, AR glasses to replace cell phones, NBC's logo just got new significance, and LinkedIn's new feature to prove your work skills. Welcome, welcome to the Newsworthy. All the day's news in less than 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. House Democrats questioned President Trump's former campaign manager yesterday in what was the first official impeachment hearing. It's part of an investigation to decide whether to vote to impeach Trump. They spent hours questioning Corey Lewandowski, who is still Trump's friend and supporter. So he was pretty uncooperative during this and defended the president much of the time. And there were plenty of snarky comments back and forth. The AP reports he did confirm one thing that was already noted in the findings from the Mueller report. He admitted the president did ask him to deliver a message to the attorney general at the time that the AG should set limits on the Russia investigation. Well, he never actually delivered the message. Democrats asked if he chickened out, knowing that the president's request would break the law. But Lewandowski insisted, no, he just went on vacation. President Trump was on Twitter cheering him on during the hearing. In fact, The Hill reports the White House blocked some other witnesses from testifying. The impeachment investigation continues from here. It's still not clear if Democrats will actually try to impeach. Stay tuned. As of early this morning in the U.S., Israel's election is still too close to call. The current prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, and his main challenger, Benny Gantz, are waiting for the final results to come out today. Remember, this was a do-over election. Israelis already voted for Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu earlier this year, but he couldn't get enough support from smaller parties to form a government, which is required there. So cue the new elections. And this time it could go either way. The Guardian reports early results show the two major parties neck and neck, with neither getting a clear majority. So it sounds like both of them do not have a clear path to forming that governing coalition that's needed. To be continued. A couple other things to know today from the Middle East. First, Saudi Arabia now says it should be able to get back to normal oil production by the end of the month. And The Wall Street Journal reports it's already restored at least half of the production that was lost in last weekend's attack on two major oil sites, which the journal calls the largest ever attack on Saudi oil infrastructure. Remember, both the U.S. and Saudi Arabia have said it's at least looking like Iran was responsible for this, even though Iran denies involvement. And in Afghanistan this week, CBS News reports another U.S. service member was killed in action. And then hours later, two suicide bombings killed 50 people yesterday. One explosion was near the U.S. Embassy. The Taliban claimed responsibility. And keep in mind, that's the militant group that was supposed to have talks with President Trump just last week in the U.S., then threatened more violence when Trump called those meetings off. The U.S. is suing Edward Snowden. The U.S. government filed the lawsuit over his new book called Permanent Record. The book talks about why the former CIA contractor leaked classified information. Of course, the documents he leaked several years ago showed the National Security Agency, or NSA, was collecting the phone and Internet records of millions of people. Well, the government says his new book violated non-disclosure agreements he signed when he worked for them. The suit isn't trying to take the book off shelves. It just doesn't want Snowden to make money from it. Snowden, though, is defending himself. He says his book does not contain any government secrets that have not already been published. 
Tropical storm Imelda made landfall in Texas. It's since been downgraded to a tropical depression, but it could still cause some serious rain and flooding today and tomorrow. AccuWeather says Houston and parts of southeastern Texas could see more than a foot of rain and the dangerous flash flooding that could come with it. Also of note, as of early this morning, Hurricane Umberto is a Category 3 hurricane and is heading toward Bermuda. The Weather Channel reports a hurricane warning is in effect there. Hurricane force winds, high surf, and heavy rain are possible today and tomorrow. The southeast U.S. may also see high surf and dangerous rip currents. A quick break now to thank today's sponsor, Zola. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, the easiest wedding registry, affordable invite suites, and more. So it all starts with a free wedding website that takes minutes to set up, and you can include your Zola registry right on your site so everything is in one place and it's so convenient. In fact, Zola is the only place you can register for honeymoon funds and gift cards along with physical gifts, which I love both as a bride and the guest to a wedding because there are so many more options and ways to make it personal. And both couples and guests also love free shipping, smart returns, price matching, and more. So build your free wedding website on Zola and get $50 toward your registry. Just go to Zola.com slash newsworthy to get started today. Again, go to Zola.com slash newsworthy. That's spelled Z-O-L-A, Zola.com slash newsworthy to build your free wedding website and get $50 toward your registry. Zola.com slash newsworthy. Now back to the news. Today, three big tech companies will be testifying on Capitol Hill. Officials from Facebook, Google, and Twitter will testify on how they're dealing with violence and extremist content online. And just yesterday, Facebook released a new plan to stop violence from going viral. The company says it's teaming up with police to provide better data to its artificial intelligence systems. The hope is to train those systems to find and take down videos, and especially live streams, with any real gun violence in them, while not necessarily taking down similar footage from movies or video games. CNET says Facebook will use body cam footage of firearms training from police in the U.S. and U.K. Facebook has been criticized for not doing enough to stop violent videos in the past, like when the live stream of a mass shooting in New Zealand stayed online for weeks after it happened. Well, speaking of Facebook, the company is apparently working on a pair of augmented reality glasses that are meant to one day replace cell phones. Facebook has codenamed the glasses Orion. CNBC cites sources who say users will be able to make calls, see some information on a small display, and live stream what they see onto social media, all with these AR glasses. Facebook is also working on a voice assistant for the glasses, but is reportedly struggling to make these glasses smaller. The tech company is partnering with Ray-Ban's parent company with the hope of having a product to sell by the year 2025. Snapchat is stepping up its selfie game. Engadget says the company is coming out with a 3D camera mode, so when you take a snap, you can rotate and wiggle your phone to get a 3D effect, kind of like what Apple does with its Animojis. 9to5Mac says Snapchat is also getting new 3D effects, lenses, and filters. To use them, open Snapchat, select the drop-down menu on the right, and select 3D. But take note, you do need an iPhone 10 or later to use these new features, though anyone can then see the final 3D videos. NBC Universal's new streaming service now has a name. It's called Peacock, you know, like the NBC logo. TechCrunch says Peacock will offer 15,000 movies, original series, and TV shows, including the classic sitcom The Office, which NBC Universal reportedly paid half a billion dollars to take from Netflix. The Verge says Peacock will have a version with or without ads, and it's set to launch next April. 
Of course, they're not the only one launching a new streaming service soon. For example, both Disney and Apple are launching theirs in November, and HBO Max will be ready next spring. HBO Max, by the way, apparently just scored the rights to The Big Bang Theory, along with TBS. And that's it for the main news today, but it's now time for Work Wednesday, where we break down one interesting career or work-related news story every Wednesday. And Work Wednesday is brought to you by M.M. LaFleur, the wardrobe solution for professional women, live with purpose, dress with ease. And today we're talking about a new feature on LinkedIn. TechCrunch reports the social media site for the working world will now offer something called skills assessments. These are short, multiple-choice tests that users can take to help verify their skills or expertise in certain areas, instead of just claiming they have the know-how. So perhaps you take a skills assessment to prove your knowledge of a certain computer software. Tests covering about 75 different skills are now rolling out globally on LinkedIn, and the site hopes to offer even more in the future. All right, thank you for listening today. And don't forget to take part in the September share In fact, why not do it today? Everyone who takes part will have a pretty good chance of winning. And I'm giving away hundreds of dollars in prizes at the end of the month, from Amazon gift cards to free online classes through Skillshare. All you have to do is show me you are helping someone subscribe to the show. And your friends will thank you later, right? Post a video, picture, or even just a screenshot of your friends subscribing to the show and then tag me on social media. Or email it to us, staff at thenewsworthy.com. For every person you subscribe, you get another entry into this giveaway. And the Newsworthy Insiders, by the way, get a free bonus entry just for being an awesome supporter. Okay, as always, you can read more about the news stories we talked about today in today's show notes. Just click episodes on thenewsworthy.com to see all the links and sources. The Newsworthy is ready for you to listen every weekday by 4 in the morning. I'll be back with more news tomorrow. Have a great day. Have a great day.